I'm a handshake tape, I'm a spud with a plate. I'm a miracle that's great day by day. I ain't your average quitter, I don't put up a cough. I'm doing the best I can. The Tontayator, don't be hated. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. This is Ryan Woods, otherwise known as Lady Maga USA. I am a performer and a drag artist, and uh, you may know me as Lady Maga USA, but here on this podcast, I love being a part of it because uh, Jamie has brought us all together for the Path Forward Utah, we have all kinds of different voices. We have African-Americans, we have Latinos, we have me. And, you know, I happen to be gay and I don't like to identify myself primarily as gay. What I am is a patriot, uh, you know, a patriot who loves our Constitution and who promotes um, free speech for all. And of course, that includes religious conservatives who actually might think that homosexuality is a sin. And you know what? That doesn't hurt me. Um, I believe in everyone's freedom. So I am a different type of voice out here uh, standing up for um, everyone's rights, including the traditional white heterosexual family, believe it or not. So I have so much to talk to you uh, about today. I want to talk about uh, Christy Newsom uh, in uh, South Dakota, and she she recently was very enthusiastic about signing a bill into law that protected women's sports from biological men competing. Uh, for example, a six foot two, 190 pound man such as myself would have is, is basically allowed across the nation now to compete with biological women who might be five foot two and 105 pounds. So obviously it's unfair, but we're going to talk about Governor Newsom and how she caved to the uh, NCAA, and uh, the NCAA is the National uh, Collegiate College, uh, National Collegiate Athletic Association, and they are completely woke. They are completely leftist. They have gone bonkers beyond bonkers. But she's afraid of them, so she backed out from her support of a bill to uh, prevent biological men from competing in women's sports, as did our beloved hero and angelic, wonderful leftist governor, uh, Spencer Cox. Um, I'm active in uh, politics here in Utah. I'm president of Log Cabin Republicans, and people have been whispering in my ear that I need to establish a relationship with Spencer Cox. I need to go up there and get to know him. Well, you know what? I don't want to get to know him. I want to get him out of there because he is an enemy of conservatives. He's an enemy of Christians. He's an enemy of, quite frankly, uh, good old-fashioned LDS people, Mormons, uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here in Utah. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing and i am not a fan so i want to talk about uh governor newsom and governor spencer cox here in utah they are examples of uh so-called conservatives who cave once the radical left comes for them. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Equality Act that has passed in the House in uh, in D.C. And, um, you know, they use the flowery language of the Equality Act. But we're going to dive into what the Equality Act really is all about. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, transgender versus drag queen and what that means um, I am a I'm a drag artist. I prefer the term drag artist because the mainstream drag queen culture is not like some like it hot or Mrs. Doubtfire or Tootsie or even what RuPaul was in the 90s. It has become a radical leftist movement with things like drag queen story hour and um, other harmful things such as child drag queens, which is basically, you know, um, What's that show with the child uh, pageants, uh, uh, toddlers and tiaras, uh, John Benet Ramsey type idea? It's sick. It's wrong. I stand against it. And often people accuse me of being the same as mainstream drag queens out there. And I just want to make it clear that I am not 
um, a part of that. I want to talk about uh, gays in the conservative movement. Now, a lot of people say you cannot be a conservative and be gay, but there is a newsflash for America. Um, somebody might be gay, but that doesn't mean that they support socialism. That doesn't mean that they support men competing in women's sports. That doesn't mean that they support Hormones being injected into innocent children who are manipulated into thinking that they are in the wrong body. It doesn't mean that um, our gay identity or way of life has to dominate every conversation and persecute uh, people who are religious. And we'll talk a little bit about conversion therapy in the old days. Uh, you know, conversion therapy was meant to turn somebody who's gay, straight, whatever. Uh, I tried it. It didn't work. And I'm glad it didn't work. But there's sort of a new form of conversion therapy out there within the LGBTQ community. Now, I say LGBTQ because that's uh, that's that's what they call themselves now. What exactly does Q mean? Nobody knows. It's a way of bringing more people into that community who identify as queer, whatever that means. But within that community, there is definitely a push to accuse old fashioned gay people or old fashioned lesbian people of being transphobic because they do not wish to date or intimately interact with a person who is uh, transgender. For example, um, I am a gay man. And if I don't want to date a transgender man who does not necessarily even have uh, male anatomy, if you catch my drift, then I am transphobic. So that's that's a form of conversion therapy saying that you have to be attracted to transgender people. And if you are not attracted uh, romantically or sexually to transgender people, then you are a bigot and you are a transphobe. If that isn't conversion therapy, I don't know what is. So it's so funny how it's the, the pot calling the kettle black with them. Just a little bit of my background before we get started. I am a staunch conservative. I'm a constitutionalist. I lean fairly libertarian in a lot of ways. But um, I, for the past, um, coming up on two years, I supported our glorious and marvelous president, Donald Trump, very openly and uh, very much in drag, meaning a wig and a dress and going to rallies and all sorts of stuff. And I was recently fired from Delta Airlines um, due to my political beliefs, specifically my social media. On January 7th, uh, 2021, they opened a so-called investment investigation on me the day after what happened at the Capitol, which I, you know, I, I condemn. Nobody should storm the Capitol. Nobody should get into that sort of nonsense. It's funny how when Black Lives Matter does it, it's because they're hungry and they need bread. But uh, when uh, some conservatives participated in something inappropriate, it was, you know, worse than 9-11, according to uh, many sources. So on January 7th, they opened an investigation on me and they um they someone dug, 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 dug through my social media history. They showed me pictures of me with patriots in Utah who were carrying guns openly, legally, Second Amendment. But apparently it's dangerous and it incites violence to take pictures with guns. They showed me pictures of me holding guns, doing some photo shoots. That's dangerous. Um they critiqued me for um attacking Black Lives Matter, not Black people, mind you, but the uh, the uh, the whole movement of Black Lives Matter that has become radicalized. It's not about equality. It's not about um, it's not about making a difference in the lives of black people who are suffering in inner city Chicago under Lori Lightfoot. It's about um, radical Marxism and pushing that. So I, so so long story short, I did nothing wrong. I was your typical conservative, but I was specifically targeted because I am a drag artist, because I am gay, and I am not allowed to leave the Rainbow Plantation. Now, when I say the Rainbow Plantation, it just means that they want us to be slaves to the Democrats, slaves to the leftist narrative. And when you step away, you better watch out. We will crush you. People specifically posted online for um, others to... Uh, contact Delta Airlines and get me fired. And I quote them, ruin my life. Well, they succeeded in getting me fired. And um, I, I'm 
moving forward, I will not stop my activism. I will never be silenced. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to www.ladymagausa.com, L-A-D-Y-M-A-G-A-U-S-A.com. You can learn more about me. My links to my social media are on there. And you can also financially support me by making a donation through PayPal, GoFundMe, or Venmo, because I am planning to fight this. So I would appreciate your support, and um, I'm looking forward to diving into all of these issues today. But I just wanted to give you a little background on what I'm going through right now, um, because I stood up for America and for our Constitution. I love this country, and I will not give up, even if they fire me or persecute me or send me death threats. It doesn't matter. So I'm so excited to be here with all of you today and to dive into all of these fascinating topics. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. Pure Light has invented a new type of LED light bulb that makes all other light bulbs obsolete. This new type of LED bulb acts like a $1,000 air purification system, only better. Put this light bulb in, turn it on, and within minutes it starts cleaning and purifying the air and the surfaces around it. Um, I have a stinky dog, and so I put the four bulbs in within 24 hours. I could tolerate it, and then when I turn the lights on in the morning, I went back 20 minutes later, nothing, no smell. The Pure Light LED light bulb performs seven functions besides providing light, including cleaning the air of all types of odors, any kind of smoke, of eliminating mold and eliminating deadly germs like salmonella, E. coli, even flesh-eating bacteria. My kids who are grown up say our house smells like old people house. And so I put bulbs in the hallway and my uh, kids from Florida came last week and said, man, that house smells great. See for yourself at pure-light.com. That's pure-light.com. It's the next generation of light. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and I will always say, ladies and gentlemen, funny story. Delta Airlines, before I was fired, we were forbidden to use the term ladies and gentlemen in our announcements anymore because it, uh, 
reinforces the idea of two genders and someone who identifies as gender queer or gender fluid or whatever they z them they whatever they are these days might feel you know physically attacked if someone says ladies and gentlemen so welcome back ladies and gentlemen let's continue our conversation i want to talk a little bit about drag queens and uh, drag queen story hour which you may have heard of um in the past uh drag queens i mean uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, that's drag. Tootsie, that's drag. Some like it hot, that's drag. Drag is meant to be a tongue-in-cheek, fun activity that is silly. Uh, men uh, playing a female character, it's been around since Shakespeare. It's it, it can be something fun. It can be something uplifting. And if you're familiar with uh, RuPaul, probably the most famous drag queen of all time in America, in the 90s, he, would, he, he did a dress in a Confederate flag. He had a show on VH1. All he was was over over the top, silly, fabulous, and fun. Now, the mainstream uh, drag queen culture has become, quite frankly, predatory and left it militantly leftist. And that is why they created Drag Queen Story Hour. Now, are they dressed up in, um, you know, modest, tasteful costumes, reading uh, George of the Jungle or Where the Wild Things Are? No. They are reading stories about transgenderism, about uh, gender fluidity and confusion. And instead of dressing up and saying, I am a biological man in a fabulous costume. Isn't this silly and fun? No, they are saying that you are potentially in the wrong body. And then they're doing things like teaching children to twerk, literally reading stories about twerking and then twerking in front of children and teaching children to twerk. Now, if you are blessed enough to have never seen someone twerk or you don't know what twerking is, let me tell you what it is. Twerking is an imitation of sexual intercourse. That's what it is. It is an animalistic sexual movement that is meant to mimic uh, sex acts. And it's, it's vulgar. It's disgusting. It's all focused on the genital area and the buttocks. It is not something that should be taught to children. Other drag queens are literally doing strip acts in the libraries. Now, are they wearing tights over their under their thong? Yes. Are they wearing pads? So technically they are not naked but the image still is a strip show so they come in one costume and then they perform their number and they're tearing off costume pieces all the way down to a thong and sorry not sorry that's sick it's wrong it's the sexualization of kids and um, that is why i oppose drag queen story hour and i oppose mainstream drag queen culture because within the lgbt movement uh they have essentially erased what i call good old-fashioned gay people and good old-fashioned lesbians because everything is about transgender why is everything about transgender i'll tell you why mega mega million dollar organizations like glad like the human rights campaign they have to stay relevant. And they know that America is pretty much over the fact that their neighbors are gay. They don't really care that there's a lesbian wedding somewhere. They don't care anymore. But in order to stay relevant and maintain their millions and millions of dollars of funding, they have to create a new victim narrative. So they do that in a couple of ways. Number one, they push the transgender narrative. And number two, they keep adding letters to the rainbow alphabet so more and more people can identify as victims and join the so-called LGBTQIA plus community. And it's a way of manipulating young people into thinking that they are different, that they are separate, that they are victims, and they must be protected by organizations such as the Human Rights Campaign and GLAD. So it's about perpetuating a victim narrative. Um, I was recently on Twitter um, uh, looking at Richard Grinnell's um, Twitter. If you're not familiar with Richard Grinnell, he was intelligence director under the Trump administration, and he was the first openly gay man appointed um, to such a position. And it was under Donald Trump, you know, the worst homophobe of all time. Anyway, Richard was explaining it with graphs. He shared an article with actual graphs of what LGBT activists talked about over the years. 
And it was, you know, gay marriage or uh, gay rights or, you know, stopping gays from getting beat up, you know, whatever. Now everything is about transgenderism. Transgenderism is being pushed, pushed, pushed on American children. And that's why I want to talk about um, cowards like Spencer Cox, our governor. And um, I won't call Christy Newsom a coward. I love the woman. You know, South Dakota is a great place. I think it's South Dakota. Uh, she is an amazing, wonderful, conservative woman. Um, and she celebrated International Women's Day by signing a bill that would prevent biological men from competing in women's sports. That was a heroic and wonderful thing to do to defend biological women because biological women are being erased. They are being erased by the transgender narrative that's being pushed. So she wanted to, to defend women's sports. She did a great job. But now she has backed out of her support for that bill. Why? Because the NCAA is coming after them. So let me just tell you a little bit about what happened here in Utah, which is basically what happened in um, in uh, in South Dakota. So. We had House Bill 302, which was meant to protect uh, women's sports and girls' sports. And our governor, Spencer Cox, came out and blocked that bill, did not let it pass. And he said, quote, these kids are, they're just trying to stay alive. There's a reason none of them are playing sports. I just think there's a better way. And I hope there will be enough grace in our state to find a better solution. What solution? If you're a biological male, you don't get to compete in women's sports. He said, I apologize for getting a little emotional. When you spend time with these kids, it changes your heart in important ways. And so I want to try to improve that message and see if we can't work together. Well, Spencer Cox, I admire your compassion. I admire your um Kindness when it comes to kids who are um, calling themselves transgender. But are you asking the question why they consider themselves transgender? When I was a little boy, I loved everything girl. I loved Barbie. I would sneak and put on my sister's cheerleading uniforms. I'd get into the closet, put on their prom dresses when nobody was home. And somebody like me now, they would tell me that I'm transgender. They would tell me that just because I like these girl things that I am in the wrong body. So Spencer Cox is um, allowing children to be manipulated and um, trying to portray himself as some sort of compassionate person instead of going to the root of the problem, which is manipulation of children. Why has the uh, number of kids who consider themselves transgender skyrocketed? We need to talk about that. Why are they suicidal? Why are they so unhappy? Could it be that they're being injected with hormones at age 10? Hormones that mess with their emotions and mess with their bodies and traumatize them? Could it be that um, they are constantly told that they are victims and the world hates them? The reality is the world does not hate them. Americans are going to be nice to some transgender kid or a boy wearing nail polish. 90% of the time, they don't care. But they're telling these kids that they are victims, that they are you know, not part of society, that they must be protected. So no wonder... No wonder they feel suicidal. So Spencer Cox caved to the left, and he might as well be a Democrat, as far as I'm concerned. There's no common sense in him backing out of House Bill 32, which passed 50 to 23, 50 to 23. And then he turned around and went against the will of the people of Utah. Radio News with Lance Pride. The Biden administration continues to block the media from their border plan, keeping everyone concerned in the dark. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz. The most astonishing part of it is the Biden administration is enforcing a total blackout in the press. 
And the Biden administration wants to hide from the crisis that is unfolding on the southern border. Vice President Kamala Harris was asked Monday when she will see what's happening at the border firsthand. Uh, um, not today, <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. Reports and leaked photos reveal children overcrowded in cages and on the floor. An estimated 15,500 children were in U.S. possession as of Monday. NASCAR runs at the temporarily covered dirt track at Bristol, Tennessee this weekend. The Food City Dirt Race is Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Choosing a health care program is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make for your family. That's why I want to tell you about Liberty HealthShare. I canceled Aetna Health Insurance five years ago. Then I found Liberty. It was the best decision I've ever made. It's not health insurance. It's an alternative to health insurance. It's Christian health care sharing from a nonprofit ministry. You can start at any time, 365 days a year. There are no contracts. It's month to month. There's no networks. You choose any doctors or hospitals you want. Here's the most important things you need to know. First, credit. They provided health care for over 110,000 families last year. They paid out over $300 million in claims. Second, my personal experience, I'm a member, my children are members, just in premiums alone. I've saved over $100,000 since I joined five years ago. Could you use an extra $100,000? To find out more about your health care options, call 855-58-LIBERTY, 855-58-LIBERTY, or go to libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root, libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. Let's get an update on the horrific shooting rampage in Boulder, Colorado, Monday. Dan Naraki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. Ten people are dead, including one police officer, after a shooting at a Boulder, Colorado grocery store. Police say they have one suspect in custody who is being treated for injuries. The officer killed has been identified as 51-year-old Officer Eric Talley. Boulder Police Chief Maris Harold says Officer Talley joined the Boulder Police Department in 2010. At 14.30 hours, the Boulder Police Department began receiving phone calls of shots fired in the area and a phone call about a possible person with a patrol rifle. Officer Talley responded to the scene, was the first on the scene, and he was fatally shot. Boulder police say it'll take about five days to get all the details of what happened. 14 spring training games in Major League Baseball Tuesday. The early game started at 1.05 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Path Forward Utah, Path Forward America. I'm Ryan Woods, otherwise known as the drag artist Lady Maga USA. You can find find out more about what I do at LadyMagaUSA.com. If you're interested in that, you can support my work on there. But let's dive right back into the radical LGBTQIA++ movement, which I am not a part of, even though I am a gay man. Uh, recently... Uh, for those of you who live in Utah, you know that uh, the Y was vandalized um, up on the mountain from Brigham Young University. I believe it was painted rainbow. They lit it up and they directly attacked Brigham Young University, a private religious institution, for having certain policies. And I went to Brigham Young University and guess what? I'm gay and I wasn't too happy that I had to leave the school, but I signed my name on their honor code and their honor code required no sexual activity. Um, unless you're married. So that's straight, gay, whatever. And they also said you can't, uh, you know, be homosexual. So I left BYU and I left BYU to do their thing because this is America. But the radical LGBTQIA movement is not about inclusion. It's not about tolerance. It's not about let's get along and, uh, you know, put our differences aside. No, it is about dominance. So I want to talk about the Equality Act, which is, um, which has been passed by the House. Uh, they said there might be a little battle in the uh, Senate, but the Equality Act is very similar to the Equal Rights Amendment. For those of you who are not familiar with that, uh, Phyllis Schlafly from Eagle Forum, she fought the Equal Rights Amendment uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s. And the Equal Rights Amendment pushed by people like Gloria Steinem and other radical, unattractive leftist uh, feminists um, it was not about women's equality. It was primarily about abortion. 
and killing the unborn. So um, I want to talk about the scary aspects of the modern Equality Act, which is being pushed forward as something wonderful. They're so good at naming their acts because back in the day, the Equal Rights Amendment sounded beautiful. Of course, we want equal rights for everybody. How American. That's wonderful. And now they're calling it the Equality Act. Well, the word equality is very scary because, um, yes, all men and women are created equal, but not all men and women put in equal effort in this world. So forced equality, um, for example, uh, in schools, they're saying that grading papers and mathematics and all of that are it's racist because some some minority students don't always end up with the same grades as other students. So it's forced equality. So just the word equality, always beware when you hear about um, equality. So the uh, radical legislation turns science into hate, destroys women's rights, and enshrines trans ideology over lesbian, gay, and bisexual identity. Do you hear that? LGB identity, like I call them, good old-fashioned Lesbian, gays, and bisexuals are being erased by the transgender narrative. So um, I am on getoutspoken.com. Everybody, please, 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 please visit getoutspoken.com. Follow them on Twitter at getoutspoken20 or on Instagram, getoutspoken20. This is um, a, a news agency and, and a... Um, group of advocates from the log cabin republicans basically gay uh, republicans and they call out the radical left they call out the radical lgbtqia plus plus uh movement and before i before i go on i just want to clarify i do not hate transgender people i have wonderful transgender friends from cody to um, marcus they're wonderful people and they feel that they're in the wrong body. And as long as they are adults, I truly do not care if they want to live their life as the opposite gender. I don't care if they get surgeries and um, I want them to be happy and live their lives. I draw the line where transgender ideology um, is used as a weapon against other people's rights because people's religious freedom does not end where the feelings of transgender people begin. So let's let's just dive into the Equality Act. I'm on getoutspoken.com, and it's an article about the frightening truth about the Equality Act. So it is being falsely presented as LGBT anti-discrimination. Okay, they they want to say that this is to protect LGBT people from widespread hate. One thing they will not ever, ever tell you Um they they often go forward and talk about uh, black trans women of color and the hatred directed at them and the attacks against them. Well, in almost every single instance of violence against a black trans woman of, co of color, it was um, committed by a black heterosexual man. But they won't tell you that. They want you to believe that it's Trump supporters, that it's Christians, that it's Mormons, that it's, you know, um, just regular old conservatives out there. That's just not the case. So the Equality Act claims to expand the 1964 Civil Rights Act. See how they do this? They tie in Martin Luther King. They manipulate. They make it sound all great. So what is it really about? Well, just like the... Um, Equal Rights Amendment, this is about abortion, okay? So while endangering women's health, safety, and advancement in other areas, the Equality Act is fastidiously concerned with expanding the abortion industry, okay? You got to know that. So the Equality Act would fulfill the abortion industry's desire to establish abortion as, quote, health care, officially and legally by outlawing Pregnancy discrimination. Okay, see how they do it? Discrimination against pregnant women. Nobody wants pregnant women to be discriminated against. My goodness. We, of course, let's stop pregnancy discrimination. So it requires access for 
treatment for pregnancy must not be any different from access to any other kind of health care for physical conditions. Okay, so no, this is all manipulative language. So um, they can push abortion on demand for any reason. So the Equality Act would make opposing abortion access the moral equivalent to opposing dialysis, chemotherapy, stitching a wound or a fractured arm. Again, I'm on getoutspoken.com sharing their article with you um, because they outlined it perfectly. So again, it's about um, abortion. Okay. How about the Equality Act criminalizing medical expertise in favor of radical gender theory. So the Equality Act would outlaw certain kinds of psychological or psychiatric treatment, including any treatment for gender dysphoria that does not conform to extreme gender identity ideology. So gender confirmation and hormone therapy and mutilating surgeries will be protected, quote, healthcare under the same analysis as abortion. So they say we want to protect transgender youth and prevent suicide. That sounds very nice. But a psychologist who says, this child just likes to wear a dress. Let him play with the darn Barbie. Let him put on a little makeup at home. No big deal. He is not in the wrong body and he should not have to undergo um, hormonal treatments or uh, mutilating surgeries that remove the genitalia or alter the body. So a psychiatrist or a psychologist who speaks out against hormone therapy or, or surgeries for a small child could be um, litigated against. He could be called, you know, irresponsible. So um, taxpayer money and programs would be put behind pushing transgender ideology on kids. It's not about protecting the kids. It's about criminalizing medical professionals who oppose these dangerous treatments for, um, for uh, young children. And people, medical professionals are losing their jobs. They are labeled transphobic for even questioning the radical transgender ideology. So it's, um, it's about persecution of common sense medical professionals. It's not about equality and um, safety for transgender people. And again, the Equality Act is less about equality and more about persecution. It just adds bureaucracy and government intervention where it shouldn't be um, uh, involved at all. So the Equality Act endangers children and it will lead to increased suicidality, not less suicide in transgender young people. So John Paul Moran, a gay, hardcore conservative from Massachusetts, he's amazing. He said the Equality Act puts gender-confused children at extreme risk with no alternate paths for them allowed besides cross-sex hormones and genital amputation. So we'll talk more about this after the break. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. 
but I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Pure Light has invented a new type of LED light bulb that makes all other light bulbs obsolete. The Pure Light LED light bulb performs seven functions besides providing light, including cleaning the air of all types of odors. My kids who are grown up say our house smells like old people house. And so I put bulbs in the hallway and my uh, kids from Florida came last week and said, man, the house smells great. See for yourself at pure-light.com. That's pure-light.com. It's the next generation of light. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Brian Woods, aka Lady Maga USA. You can visit ladymagausa.com to find out uh, more about what I do and also contribute to what I do because even this podcast, I'm doing it for free. I spend countless hours every week standing up for America and fighting LGBTQIA plus 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 radicalism. So we are in the midst of talking about the Equality Act and what a complete and total farce it really is. So I mentioned John Paul Moran, a wonderful gay conservative from Massachusetts, um, explained that the Equality Act actually increases suicidality among gender-confused kids. Now, maybe I was a little gender-confused when I was little, because as I've said, I love Barbie, I love dresses and all of that, but I wasn't manipulated into thinking that I was in the wrong body. I wasn't told to look down at my, my private area and say, something's wrong with me. I don't like this. My body is the wrong body. Nothing to me is more abusive than convincing a little child that they are in the wrong body. You know, the, the transgender movement often claims that People will not accept us for who we are. Well, what about the fact that you couldn't accept who you are? What about the fact that you are resenting your beautiful body that God gave you and you want to alter it? Let's let's have that conversation. So according to the Heritage Foundation's Emily Cowell, um, among children who struggle with gender dysphoria, 80 to 95 percent of those who are allowed to mature naturally through puberty, meaning they don't block their biological puberty and inject them with hormones, tend to resolve their dysphoria, okay? Because when you're a kid, you really don't have any idea who you are or what's going on. Lots of kids think they're a unicorn, okay? I used to love to pretend that I was uh, Vicky Vale from Batman. <laughs> I mean, we all we all um, explore fantasy and imagination as kids. So did you hear that, everybody? 80 to 95% of children who are allowed to kind of explore their gender dysphoria, wear a dress, wear nail polish, whatever, they tend to um, grow out of it. All right. That's not to say that some of them won't go on and get their surgeries and be transgender. That's, that's their choice once they're adults. 
But so let's talk about the opposite of that. So in contrast, those who undergo physical transition interventions, such as puberty blockers and other irreversible surgeries, the LGBTQIA plus plus lobbyists like to tell you that all of these procedures are reversible. It's just a pause button. No, it is not. If you prevent a 10 year old from going through their biological puberty, you are in fact, um, altering their body for life. And they end up 17 or 18 years old with the genitalia of a 10 year old. Okay. So that is not ir- that is not uh, reversible. So um, these kids who undergo these dramatic and dangerous procedures often do not see any lasting benefits when it comes to their mental health. Um, many patients experience permanent damage to their cardiovascular health, their bone density, and their reproductive functions. And sterility is a huge side effect of these procedures. So when they become suicidal, is it the fault of Brigham Young University and conservatives who stand up against pushing transgenderism on kids? Or is it the fact that they are undergoing these dramatic dramatic and difficult procedures when they are in fact not ready to face such um, consequential actions. So contrary to the science, okay, we're talking science. The left loves to claim that they are the ones who listen to science. No, when it comes to transgender issues, especially when it comes to children, we on the right are the ones who listen to science. And I'm talking about my transgender conservative Trump supporting friends as well. Okay. Adult, fully transgender people, they back me up on this. So the Equality Act would make physical transition interventions standard medical care for gender dysphoric minors. Do you understand what that means? It means, as we previously discussed, that a psychiatrist or a child psychologist who says, no, I don't think that hormone therapy and uh, gen- uh, genital alterations are the best path for this child. Um, I think they should grow up and wear their dress and their nail polish and figure this out later. No, they would be persecuted because they want the transition to be the go-to solution for any child who is different. Again, a child like I was, okay? I was a weird kid. I wanted to play with girl stuff doesn't mean I was in the wrong body. So today, if I'd been born to woke parents, they would take me to the doctor and the doctor would say, do you like pink? Do you like my little pony? Do you like Barbie? Do you like Disney princesses? Yes, I do. Well, those are for girls. And so you're in the wrong body. And here's the funny thing. The LGBTQIA++ radical leftists claim that gender does not exist, right? Gender is a concept. There's no such thing as gender um, or biological sex for that matter. But when it comes to saying there's no such thing as gender, then why, why have I seen videos of adults talking to a little girl and saying, do you like pink? No. Do you like tea parties and makeup? No. Do you like sports? Yes. Do you like to go out and play with the boys? Yes. And they'll say, that means you're transgender. That means you're in the wrong body. Do you see the manipulation happening? And again, you always have to ask who is gaining power, who is gaining money behind the scenes when it comes to these issues. And it's the human rights campaign. It's GLAAD. It's Democrat um, political action committees because they present these groups of people as victims that they must protect. And once they've convinced all these kids that they're victims and their parents that these kids are victims, they will... um, they will win the battle. So um, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones are offered as young at, at the age of nine years old, okay? So after receiving the puberty blockers, minors, we're talking children here, and I consider a 14, 15-year-old a child. So after receiving the puberty blockers, they can undergo irreversible top or bottom surgery. What does that mean? Top surgery means removing a young girl's breasts and bottom surgery means removing a young boy's um, genitalia. I mean, come on guys, come on. Where's the common sense. That's why I feel so angry at Spencer Cox and even Christy Newsom now for not standing up for common sense because they are so afraid of radical LGBTQIA plus plus backlash here in Utah. We have equality Utah and we have the pride center who are up at the Capitol every day. 
whispering into Governor Cox's ear saying, if you support this legislation, you are responsible for transgender suicides. And when I first came out as Lady Maga USA, I wrote an article and I called the LGBTQIA++ group a cult. I said, what happens when you leave a cult? You're persecuted. You are you are excommunicated. You are you are kicked out. And um, people who previously worked with me, who claimed to be conservatives, told me to my face, your blog and what you are saying is going to directly lead to transgender suicides. They always it's emotional blackmail. They hold that over your head, but they refuse to talk about why these kids are killing themselves. It's not because um, it's not because they like things of the opposite gender. It's because they're being injected with hormones, and and we all know that hormones play hormones play a critical role in our um, cognition, in our in our uh, mental state. Um, for lack of a better example, for for any woman, I've got four sisters. When they are um, experiencing their monthly cycle, obviously hormones are kind of all over the place and it affects their emotions. Any woman will tell you, oh yeah, you know, when, it, when I'm going through that, it's a difficult time. Sometimes I feel like I'm not even myself. Well, what do you think is going to happen when you take a 10 year old boy and start injecting him with estrogen at levels that are not naturally present? Of course, he's going to experience emotional turmoil. And as we know, suicidality. So to prevent suicides in young kids experiencing gender dysphoria, then we should stop injecting them with hormones. So um, evidence-based treatments that have been evidence-based treatments that have been proven to help children reconcile with their bodies would disappear. So basically, a psychiatrist, a doctor, a child psychologist who says, you know, we're going to help you love your body. We're going to help you accept the fact that you are a biological boy. We, we love you. You know, we're going to work through this. There's nothing wrong with your body. No. Medical providers who administer, who administer those sorts of treatments would be forced to choose between their conscience or performing interventions that they consider to be um, dangerous. They, they would not be allowed to prevent a child from undergoing these dangerous procedures. And uh, then parents are left without therapeutic alternatives that do not cause irreversible harm to their children's bodies. Um, the Equality Act also eliminates women's spaces. And we'll talk more about that after the break. 